Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Nowhere to run to, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble, the FA Cup third round delivered once again. It's Monday 9th of January. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Dushan hunter Vish is back. Vish is back. Back Vish again. Carl, how you doing, big boy? I'm very well. I'm very well. I'm back and bigger than ever. Yes, because of all true. the because of all the eaters. You <laughs> still look fantastic. In yeah. reference to your opening lyric, it's Marcus and the Vishdellas. They were <laughs> oh, very well played, sir. Former DJ Pete Donaldson. Thank there. you. Yes, um, it is open l- to offers. <laughs> Are you? A, is that? Are you a former DJ? I thought it was like the presidency. Like you oh, always yeah, be yeah, a I'm DJ. Oh yeah, always Mr. DJ. Yeah, <laughs> hey, Mr. DJ. Yeah. <laughs> Forgive me for uh, for speaking out of turn, but it's lovely to have you back on the podcast, Fish. You've had a lovely time away, and now you're back, ready to get your teeth into some saucy footballing action. Before that, though, uh, everybody, I should say um, that tomorrow, this is big. This is this is why we're talking about it now. Um, Kate Mason on the drop in has spoke to the man who's pretty much managed more EFL teams than anybody else. Neil Warnock oh. is tomorrow's guest with Kate on the drop-in. Him and Kate talk about all sorts, including his infamous bust-ups, that bum bag of signed photos, 
And he rates my impersonation of him. <laughs> we played it to him. Which is important, I think, because on an audio medium, mm. we could have just gotten away with you covering for... Yeah. Well, now yeah. we know we can do that. Well, yeah. <laughs> we can we do, do a deep part fakes. two. <laughs> yeah, are you, are you upping your level of impressions uh, because AI is on the uh, horizon? I think it has to be done. Yeah. Well, yeah. we've got to concentrate on those who are living because, yeah, obviously mm. Mandela can't do that one anymore. Um, for, for many reasons, <laughs> yeah. For very many You reasons. couldn't do it back then, Marcus. <laughs> well, and I didn't. I defied them. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yes, yeah, so uh, I mean, I can imagine Warnock saying, oh, so I went on this football ramble pod thing in Madrid and had a right lovely time. Yeah. So there you go. So you think you'll that is that's not mm. well we'll find and out that how wasn't a clip no <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out what he thinks of uh, my impersonations and thus me because I do uh, very much uh, mm. uh, identify live through your in, in, yeah, impressions. totally totally mm. yes right enough of that bollocks everybody um, it, it's uh, time for our highlights of the weekend Jim Campbell what, what you've got so much to choose from yeah, I mean, you may remember our animal pitch invasions um, guide that we did a little while ago. We've mm. had another one, parakeets this time. I don't oh. think anyone would have seen that coming. It was yeah. uh, it happened at Leighton Orient v. Doncaster. Uh, was, sorry, Leighton Orient versus Doncaster. Yeah. Listener Jake Murphy sent us a video of this pitch invasion and they're just having a lovely time. They seem a bit time. confused, mm. very colourful. Like, is it like, Jim, remember nice there's time. that rumour that Jimi Hendrix let out a lot yeah. of, uh, which, which it was apocryphal. Um, is it is? <laughs> Well, I mean, if so, how do they come if, here? Then, if, the, if the rumor is true, then they would be descendants of Jimi yeah. Hendrix's pet birds, wouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, pet birds floating there around. There was all sorts, wasn't there, that they were used in a film and then just released afterwards yes. because these parakeets are not native to this land. No, no they are an invasive species, especially at Leighton Orient. I've yeah. seen one eat a squirrel. Have you oh, really? I've not. <laughs> what? Was it a red Why squirrel? Were doing that? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Peter, your highlight of the weekend? Uh, I travelled to Wakefield to buy 100 uh, bottles of uh, Prime. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> I did. I oh. uh, Darren Moore's beard. Yeah. I think a little bit of um, white hair in the beard, mm. like my good self at the, these days, uh, just adds a, a layer of kind of like um, charm. Yeah, charm. Uh, like a like an elder statesman kind of vibe, mm. and and I've always liked Darren Moore, and I think his look has just got better and better with age. I know what you mean. He looks like the type of man who, if you were down, mm. he would he would comfort you. In yeah. it would be a wonderful thing to be comforted. He'd hold me. Oh, what a hug! Um, <laughs> but if you got on the wrong side of him, and of course, if you got on the wrong side of Darren Moore, mm. you're in the wrong. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah. That. If you've I've let Darren Moore down, you, yeah. But if, but if you really got on the wrong side of him. And he had to put you right. That would mm. be terrifying as well. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, no, like I, it. yeah, very much so. Uh, Vish, your highlight of the weekend. So, obviously, this was an FA Cup weekend, but I'm going to take us to Australia. We're going mm. to. Do, we've, we've, I think you've had your cricket, Phil. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the Big Bash. No, it's um. So this is. So I don't know if you saw this over the weekend, but there was some liquid intravenous A-League going on. Right, go uh, on. Between Wellington Phoenix and Sydney FC. So Wellington Phoenix ended up winning this game 1-0. Uh -huh. Sydney FC in a bit of a bad drop. But mm. Wellington Phoenix were down to nine men. Mm. And Sydney FC missed two penalties in the final minute <laughs> of eight minutes of stoppage time. <laughs> both missed by Adam Lafondra. Nice. Oh, Adam Lafondra. Wow, Adam like Lafondra, yeah. So <laughs> the first penalty was saved in the 97th minute oh. by um, Wellington Phoenix keeper Ollie Sale. A good save. Not Redmayne, was he not involved? No, not Redmayne. <laughs> He's having some well-deserved time off, probably. Um, and the immediate rebound effort yeah. then hit the hand of a Wellington Phoenix oh, defender. Oh, my goodness. So they had another penalty, yeah. which Adam LaFondra blazed over the bar. Oh, Amazing. Oh, no. Nice. Um, and so full time was eventually called in the 100th minute. <laughs> just glorious. We've had enough of this. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing. It, I think the penalty was actually given in the 96th, 97th minute. And so there were only three kicks in the re remaining three minutes mm. of 
of added time. So there should have actually been more added time because yeah. of, of the two VAR checks as well. Also, Sydney FC had an uh, equaliser ruled out for a very questionable offside as well. Um, so it, it was everything you could ever wish for, mm. uh, for down under, here's for me, soccer down under. Here's me thinking the only action worthwhile was uh, in the third round of the FA Cup. But once again, you've proved everybody mm. no, wrong. There's some mad shit down there. Yeah, my highlight of the weekend was, was actually Burnley beating Bournemouth. We spoke about them on Friday. What I love about the FA Cup is, of course, it can highlight what, what a team... It, it, who are not in the Premier League are doing. Now, Burnley fans will think, well, how on earth do people not know about what we're doing? But unfortunately, the Premier League is all-consuming. And for them to kind of turn it on and score four goals, it, oh, yeah, admittedly yeah. a lower league Premier League side, but still a Premier League side for crying out loud. Mm. They were absolutely brilliant. And to see big uh, Vincent Company yeah. with his little cap on. Chaotic game as well. Yeah. A lot of mistakes from playing out. Uh-huh. Really fun. Burnley are a false. They're going up. Surely they're going up. Who knows, it is the championship, but yeah, you, you, you would fancy them. Uh, right, gentlemen, eight Premier League clubs, including Bournemouth, have been knocked out of this year's FA Cup third round, and one of Liverpool and Wolves will make it nine. So that is the most top-flight teams to go out in the third round since 2007-2008. Remarkable. <laughs> Remarkable. And we're going to start uh, with a side who, of course, went out in that season's uh, third round, 2007-2008. It went out in this uh, season's uh, third round. Newcastle United, they lost 2-1 to Sheffield <laughs> Wednesday. Um, yes, yeah, so so since 2007, uh, Newcastle uh, have made the quarterfinals just once. I thought it was going to be different this year with all that with all that dirty money, Peter. But yeah. no, same well, old story. Well, I mean, they played the um, pretty much the side they would have put out last year. <laughs> so I just, I mean, which <laughs> is very much progress, very much a championship side. I think um, still a the, division above Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, in, in the yeah, Jordan yeah, Arabia to make true. it fair, fair, fair. Uh, but but just usual so, service from 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 a, a squad that uh, basically does this every year. Yeah, well, I mean, from, Sheffield but Wednesday, with the, but with the side order of. We have got players that could have turned it around, but they just came on a bit late for me. So yeah, well you right. could, I, you could have turned it around. Yeah, I'm relatively I'm relatively positive about it. We had chances to keep it very well. <laughs> yeah. Hang on a minute. Normally you're negative when they win, and now you're positive <laughs> when they lose. What's going on? Exactly. Do you not think that they they've never been a, in a better position to I suppose deal with a third round defeat? Bear in mind yeah. like where they are in the league. Mm. The fact that they've got a League Cup quarter final mm. on Tuesday. Mm. I yeah. think I think that the house said you know fatigue after that Arsenal game. <clears throat> excuse me, which was all hands to the pump, of course. Um, still, by the way, let's not get away from this. They were knocked out by a League One club. Yeah, yeah. yeah Marcus, <laughs> let's not forget, they do this every fucking season, so yeah. don't worry about it. No, that's exactly why we want to remember it. <laughs> Worry, <laughs> Worrying is, a, is the least like of my emotions right now, by the way. I am so delighted for Sheffield Wednesday, and especially though, um, um, you know, they're a good side, they're, they're second in League One, they're, they're going for promotion. And maybe it's not that surprising because Martin Cohen on, on Cocoms did just describe them as a well-machined oil. <laughs> he would have done, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, oh, mean, you, you mean you don't have your own olive oil machine in, in the kitchen like me? <laughs> I, I get Martin Cohen to work it. That's why he said that quote, you see. Uh, as listener Greg on Twitter points out, did he mean a well-machined owl? Maybe. That could be, Ooh. yes. Is That's that your owl mimic. impression? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a mechanical owl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, the, it was a great win for Sheffield Wednesday, no doubt about that. Lascelles doing Lascellesy stuff. Yeah. He's looking very creaky. I know, but you, you, you used to tout him for an England place. Well, well, he was playing like a... I mean, to be fair, they were in a very different place when I was touting Jamal LaSalle yeah. to an England I used to tout but... Bobby Mazzamora for one. Don't worry, mate. We've all <laughs> got them in our we've closet. We've all got them. Exactly. <laughs> but um, I, think, I think seeing like uh, Isaac uh, coming back after injury and stuff, and you can sort of say he's rusty, mm. he's like, that's kind of his game. Like, yeah. he gets in really good positions, he works really hard, and he's not really much of a finisher. But mm-hmm. 50 million uh, is now that's uh, what, what, it gets, what, yeah. what, what you pay for um, potential, I yeah. think. Yeah. So, well, I think I the think potential's huge, though, isn't the it? The potential is huge, and I think if he gets that right... 
part of this game is right. He's going to be unstoppable. Because he's one of those funny players, isn't he? Where I know you mean Aubameyang weirdly is a bit mm. like that as well, where they do miss a lot of chances, but the ones they put away are kind of expertly done. So yeah. when a player's quite young, you wonder if actually he will become a bit more lethal mm. and clinical when he gets but, older. But it, he will be criticised like Nunez. Yeah. <laughs> Could you say the same about Chris Wood? Uh, no, I, I think he's. Uh, I, he was a one in three man for Burnley, and I, I just don't know what's happened. That it just chance at the end. It's terrible. That's it's like one, he might one as well put a for sale sign on himself. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Leaning back, it's like I thought to myself, must have hit a bobble, and it's like no. Has he got trainers Marcus, on? He's Joel, been doing this since he joined. He's yeah. awful. <laughs> but Joel Linton did everything right. He mm. burst through in the midfield mm. uh, after he a lovely ball off, from yeah. Trippier. He should have taken himself. Well, he even you know skipped the defender. Yeah, and he did right, Joel, exactly as we. Plan, and then you lay it off to one of the strikers. Perfect stuff. And then Chrissy would um, yeah. let, let, let them down, which was which was a shame. Um, but yes, uh, Sheffield Wednesday manager Daryl Moore said he came up with his game plan uh, uh, for this match after going to w- uh, watch Newcastle in their nil-nil draw with Leeds a couple of weeks ago. Mm. And he said, that's where I thought you, we can just sit back against these. We have to get amongst them. Sorry, we can't just sit back against these. We have to get amongst them and we have to try and disrupt their patterns. These. Yeah, these. These. I do quite like that. Of course, it was all about Josh Windass, though. Second goal was brilliant, wasn't it? Well, the first one was a suspicion of offside. Um, but of course, VAR wasn't used in that game because it mm. wasn't the Premier League ground and bloody bloody blah, 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 blah. And they they don't have room for a TV or whatever the, the constraints are. Um, <laughs> they don't. They don't have the thing about um, non Premier League grounds. They don't have enough plug points, do they? I think that's what it is. <laughs> it's like a hotel. They're basically it's like a bad hotel. hotel room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not allowed to use an extension cable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is very much uh, the the yeah. the rules of VAR. Look, you can plug in VAR on the table, but yeah. you can't plug it near the bed. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So uh, yeah, so that, that but that goal was, was allowed. I mean, Bruno Guimaraes looked more offside for his goal. The, the second uh, Windass goal was a beauty. Yeah. Taken with a with a with a kind of stride and confidence that you'd see at the top level. What I found really just quite disappointing. He bursts through, smashes it home, second goal, and he didn't really celebrate. <laughs> it was one of those crap celebrations. I think we we accused Alex Iwobi of this for Everton once last when he year. scored last season. Last yeah. season, yeah, in, in the dying seconds when he scored an absolute beauty, and then he just sort of stands there, and it's like no, no. If you're Eric Cantona and you do what he did and the collar and all that business, you can do that. Whereas it's like, come on, man. Do you think it might be a bit of overthinking? Because you scored a blinder and then yeah. you suddenly think, oh, I should do a celebration. Is it like on, on if, FIFA? You, if, you, if you, the moment you don't just naturally do something, you trip yourself up. Yeah, maybe. Is it like on FIFA? He's trying to write the, find the right, the right conversations. Yeah. What, what to do the dead fish celebration or something? And he's just stood there and then he's got mobbed by his... I thought, is he a Newcastle fan? Like, what's going on? I did. It was one of the, yeah, it was, that celebration, I did think, has he got, what's happened here? Yeah. yeah, your dad never played for them, I don't think. Like, what is happening? <laughs> it was a good, it was exactly the finish of a man in form, isn't it? Superb. Like, taken early. Harlem desk. Nice. Expertly. Well, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Desk, yeah. And just he, nice. he also scores goals, yeah. <laughs> nice to have a wind ass in there as well. Lovely. Yeah. I've always said that, as you know. <laughs> Older than you think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. Like, Dean to be fair. One consolation for Newcastle is they're not the team of the worst third round record QPR officially took that title as they went out uh, for the 51st time yesterday that's Comical. To That's almost half. To Fleetwood <laughs> Town. Competition. <laughs> and QPR aren't like a bottom of the barrel team no, either exactly. in, the, in, the, uh, in the history of the game. No, Lordy. In, indeed, yeah. <laughs> there was another giant killing of Villa Park, of course, everybody. Aston Villa won, Stevenage 2. What a win for the League 2 side. Amazing. <laughs> two late goals uh, to beat those villains. Uh, of course, the turning point was when uh, Leander Dendonka gave away the penalty and got sent off for the foul 
on Dean Campbell. Uh, Jim, as a fellow Campbell, um, what do you make of all this? Very pleased for him. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, oh, I'm also very pleased for Unai Emery, in a sense, because it is Europa League or nothing. <laughs> and it's nice to see him stick to his principles. Did you see his interview after the game? Like, he was he was almost like smiling, going, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like he was going to the magic of the cup, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I, you should have seen their faces. I mean, at it's least funny, we're... isn't it? Coutinho is just like you know, I can't imagine him getting knocked out at yeah. this stage against that kind of opposition. It's hilarious. But he loved it though. He was just like, yeah, I don't well, at least at least we made them happy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Robin yeah. Olsen's got to be um, can't be pleased with himself for the second goal, can he? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was a good hit, but it was. It was a clever finish. Yeah, he didn't look too happy. No, they no, should have started with Emmy Martinez. Because he knows Steve uh, Evans, the 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 Stevenage yeah. manager. Yeah. Bloody hell! Like, I don't know. Steve Evans obviously is not not a player, but certainly by the looks of him. But like the the shithousery between. Imagine those two having a gob off. Yeah. You know what I mean? like Gordon Bennett. Um, although um, Jonathan Northcroft did a nice piece about Steve Evans though, because he had some due to his own business and dealings and behaviour some, mm. some bad press over the years so perhaps maybe he's, he's mellowed and he's a little bit more better behaved these days I don't know but he was absolutely delighted with that win uh, and, 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 you, and you can't blame him because he managed uh, by the way mentioning Emmy Martinez he managed him at Rotherham uh, we should say uh, and uh, Emmy Martinez after the game said, "Typical Evans, typical Evans. The underdog wins." <laughs> I don't know if he, See, he loves it. Punching, loves the air a bit of shit housing. That. Can't yeah. help it, even, if he, even if he suffers from it. Well, yeah. I, a part of me thought to myself, <laughs> I wouldn't have minded to see it go to a replay and then a penalty shootout because mm. would they have brought on Emmy Martinez to the penalty shootout <laughs> yeah. Yeah. in the Good face point. of the Stevenage players? <laughs> it was great though because um, this was this this felt like a very FA Cup weekend, definitely. Yeah. Mm. And I think sometimes we force that upon ourselves, don't we? Mm. Because it is. It is a link to obviously not just history, but the idea that like, the game hasn't completely gone mm. to the highest bidder. Yeah, so sure. And it's also a, a really enjoyable snapshot of contemporary England mm. because yeah, you just yeah. you just see the smaller grounds in a way that unless you support a team from from those divisions, you don't necessarily see as much. And yeah. it's it's I, I love it. I love the sort of tour around the country and yeah. the highlights. It's brilliant. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> should we have been so surprised by this one? Because it was Aston Villa's eighth successive FA Cup loss. Yeah, I mean, Which, I mean, so I, I think, mean, but isn't I, that true of most teams though? This yeah. is particularly harsh to put this on Villa in particular, given that they've been in a final relatively recently as well. Of course, mm. like most teams, like lose. Unless, but, like, how, how many teams win the FA Cup? But clearly not for a while, because I mean, you, you can't. Well, get well, Arsenal beat them in an FA Cup not that long ago. Yeah, but how long ago? Because this is their eighth successive loss. Yeah, but there are loads of teams that haven't. Like won the FA Cup in in eight years. No, no the eighth successive loss. You mean in think terms about of like knockout of in, in games? Out every... So they get around. I'm not saying that, that oh they've they've failed for the eighth time. That every time, so it goes back. A <laughs> oh, while. so it's been eight in the third round. Yes. Oh, yeah. right. God, blimey. <laughs> because I thought that was. So, I thought that stat would be so mad yes. that it would that it would say in the third round. No, that's what I mean. So, like, I see. so, so they're probably... they've lost the final eight times <laughs> yeah. in a row. They couldn't even get there. This Terribly time. unlucky. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, you know, I was trying to be kind to Villa, but fucking hell, Villa, what are you doing? Yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's, it's, it's it's shocking. I mean, the, uh... the also the scale of this victory is kind of hilarious because. Stevenage only had two shots on goal. Well, that's yeah. right. They only completed 190 passes, mm. which was 60% of the passes they attempted, <laughs> which is kind of mad. Yeah, well, I, but, but Evans himself said, you know, they went 1-0 down and they, they obviously had the ball in the back of the net. It was given offside. It was obviously a marginal one, but still it's offside VAR, Premier League grounds. Um, and he said to his team, look, just stay in there. And I think that um, it was Reed, wasn't it, who scored the penalty uh, after the game said, we know they're better footballers than us. 
but we can match them for work rate. We can match them for organisation. You know, and that is exactly. We can key their cars. We can, <laughs> they've we got can, nicer cars. We can key them. Key them. <laughs> slash their tyres. We can do a number on Coutinho because he clearly doesn't look interested, um, <laughs> yeah, or just but, not. Yeah, just right not, enough. Yeah. Don't mark him. He's not bothered. But it, but it is. It, but that's exactly right. They played that very very well because we say this, don't we? You go to a Premier League side. They're not having a great time, or they're you know not looking too great in in, in the game. Just stay in there. You've always got a chance at one nil, yeah. and then they get that moment, and it's it was a sending off. Reed dispatches the penalty quite nicely, despite uh, Ashley Young trying to really give him a lot in his ear hole, and then uh, and then and then Campbell finishes. But amazing, like that, that the the away ends from lower league sides going to Premier League sides, scoring late winners in the FA Cup. As you say, Vish, sometimes we think that happens all the time. It's it's happened enough times for us to know it's a thing, and it, and it's a thing that is beautiful and so enjoyable, <laughs> especially scoring the penalty at that end where the fans are because you know at Villa Park they're off to the side, yeah, right, and the fact that you know they score and immediately run over to yeah, that yeah, side, yeah. having had the corner taken on that side as well, is an incredible feeling. Imagine yeah. being the Villa fan sat next to the away, the away end, <laughs> like when that second one goes in, yeah, awful business, oh my yeah. god, and having to having to put across that you don't really care despite the fact that you're there on that cold. Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Uh, Manchester City 4, Chelsea 0. Not an upset. <laughs> no. Not an upset. Um, yeah, we, we we come to this one despite all the, the, the fun and fro- fro- frolics of the FA Cup third round. We will get to that more in the second half. But this one's an interesting one because Potter is under a huge amount of pressure. And you thought to yourself, OK, it's a cup game. Manchester City have rested uh, predictably a few of their their bigger players. Still, obviously, it's a strong lineup. It's Manchester City, for crying out loud. They bring in a World Cup winner to start. Um, but Potter named a pretty strong team uh, for, for, for Chelsea in this game and just brushed aside with ease, yeah. Jim. I mean, like, it, it felt like Man City were playing a League One or a League Two side. Well, yeah, I, I, I was going to say, this is exactly the kind of result where you'd be like, oh, there are X many places between the two teams. Yeah. And it's like... Well, it's like, what? Like seven there or eight is, or yeah, seven, eight, <laughs> yeah, eight places. To me, actually more than that, it makes it look like Chelsea's current position isn't a false one. You can completely see mm. Man City beating mid-table teams 4-0 at home. Um, and, and it just, it wasn't hard for them, was it? It was it was dead by half-time. Well, I mean, to, but to call Chelsea a mid-table side, I mean, it's to forget the squad of players and the investment that they've had. No, but I mean, the, the position they're in and the way they're playing at the moment, mm-hmm. they are positioned in 10th. And, and what I mean is that this is an illustration of how that, at the moment, doesn't look like they've just had some freakish results or whatever. Mm-hmm. This this malaise is going to last for a while, and all, all of the talk has been about whether you know that people are starting to call for Potter's head or wonder mm-hmm. wondering if that's going to start happening soon. But the whole point of getting him in was that he can build <clears> something, and <throat> in those sort of situations, it always has to get worse before it gets better, right? It's very very rare that someone comes in with a kind of project squad and has an immediate impact on it. It's going to take mm-hmm. a while, so yeah. I personally think they have to weather this and just mm-hmm. give him some time. And and if they replace him, like you. You're not going to make like you know Ziyech or Havertz play play better because mm-hmm. they, they've not been having a great time of things. You can I stop was... Havertz punching the ball in his own. Yeah, yeah, I mean you can stop that. Yeah. But I mean he the, should the... know not to do that, shouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, you, they're... can you remember all of the rules all of the time? <laughs> no, that's true. They <laughs> change so like... often. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean he's nerfed Sterling, but I mean maybe he'll just take a bit more time to, to settle with him. But I just think that all of the I just think he's inherited a squad that's actually a bit of a bit of a bit of a mess really, and and they've bought strangely and. It's not set up to be a. Um, it doesn't seem to be run as a football club. It seems to be run as a. Well, Bowley's showing that he understands the club's culture because he's been behaving like a proper wanker lately. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so it'd be interesting to see where that goes. I mean, and yeah. they've brought some interesting young players as well. Um, so like Carney Chakramaker coming in is is, a, mm-hmm. is actually was a bit of a coup, really. Villa mm-hmm. were hoping he was going to go on and be a be a huge, huge kind of star for them. So mm. there does seem to be some sort of um, he must have been hoping, place to look ahead to the future. He but. must have been hoping for more when he went there. Well, of co- well, I don't know. He's starting games, you know. It's... No, as in, but, but I mean, the club, oh, yeah, in I mean, terms of the. You know, how they're, they're, one, playing they're one place the above Villa currently in the league, <laughs> <laughs> and, and also you forget that like Potter did have this this in him in at Brighton, but it's it's not just as you don't have that level of exposure, do you? So like you ha- you can go on a run of four or five games and not really win. Can't do that at Chelsea. No, but, but, all, at you. but also though he wants to start a lot of these young players. We know what he's like, what he's done at Brighton and, and, and other clubs as well, and he's the type of manager who wants to be able to talk to players and mould them and shape them, you know. And this was often said about Pochettino at Spurs, for for, for example, mm. and maybe why it didn't quite happen for him at, at PSG. And so with, with Potter now, not only is he a bigger club and all the trappings and all the rest of it that comes with it, he's now managing a different type of player, a different profile of, of player. And it will be interesting to see if he can... If he can Get them on board, yeah. Um, because you spend all that money, you get you know you got big names there. I mean, Kai Havertz has scored a winning goal in the Champions League final for crying out loud. So you, you, people might say he's not a top player, but look at look at what he's done. You know, you mentioned Raheem Sterling there and so on. Will he be able to turn it around? And if Potter ends up getting the sack in say a couple of months' time, because we think he will be given time. The old adage. Well, old, do, do do we actually? Well, I do because it's the old adage of you, you know what it's like in. Um, in these things, if, if if you make a sacking too quickly, it makes you look bad kind of thing. Yeah. And I think Bowley would be aware of that. And, I think... and, and the owners are making the right noises as well. They're saying, mm. you know, World Cup injuries. Yeah. Uh, and they have transition had squads. They've, they've, yeah. had, they've had a lot of injuries. Yeah. But I mean, missing out on the Champions League would be huge for them. Mm. So Yeah, but they've also made a lot of changes at board level to kind of make this process a lot smoother and a bit less chaotic. And so you need time for that to bed in. They've got, got Potter to, to come in to kind of oversee that stuff. And I, I think the plan is that They'll get him the young players. They'll, they'll try and get him to sort of improve players he's got. And occasionally it'll be like, here's an Enzo Fernandez to sort of speed this along. <laughs> but, but you, that's, but you that's think that's he, he might not be given time then? Well, no, I, I just I was thinking about it over the weekend after after that defeat, and I thought, is that something we've put upon this move? Maybe because you know, even even in, um, in previous situations with previous Chelsea managers, at no point was it articulated that they didn't have time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Is it the kind of thing that we thought because because of the type of manager we know Potter is, because of his work at Brighton, that you'd get him in to mm-hmm. give him time. But actually, was he actually hired just because he was, you know, a, a manager in form who a lot of people were talking about, who yeah. Chelsea thought, oh, actually, this is, he'd be quite a good manager to hang Well, Bowley said he was impressed with him, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, but I mean, but like genuinely, what what does Todd Bowley know? I think we if we look at what, how Chelsea are spending their money at the moment, it's That's a bit a scattergun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's like, it's these huge, huge transfers. Oh, so it's the, 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 it's the Expendables and... 3. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. everyone's a bit of a <laughs> mercenary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Orbs wanted to play for the last manager and now he's not interested. It's just like... Yeah. And we don't know if the, if he's going to stick to that plan yet because we don't know what type of owner he's going to be. But you you have to wonder if there's sort of a minimum requirement for you being granted that time. If they mm-hmm. do, they're not going to finish tenth, not a chance. But hypothetically, if they did, mm-hmm. would they still kind of? Yeah, I assume you think they'll finish higher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, right. But then there's there's also that there's also that that issue with um with Potter. I think that's come into it over the last few games, and, and I appreciate that you know. T- teams can lose twice to Manchester City. That's mm-hmm. not, yeah. even in a week. That's the manner not, of that mm. one, though. Yeah, well, exactly, and and that'd be the most that'd be the, wor- the worrying thing for Chelsea fans. But also, I think the other issue is that it's starting to look like he's just throwing stuff at the wall, mm-hmm. which I appreciate is a lot to do with the absences they have at the moment. Mm-hmm. 
but you really get the sense that there isn't quite the coherence that you would usually associate with Potter sides. And while it is still early, he has had time to work with them. Yeah, oh, I, I agree. I mean, the, the problem is though, if they, they get rid of Potter, and you know, you think, well, then it's the board just throwing. You know, it's at the wall, isn't it? Because I mean, you think, yeah. like, who else do you then get in? I mean, the fans were singing for um, uh, uh, for Thomas, you know, Thomas Tuchel's name, and so yeah. I mean, you... yeah, they were singing, singing for Abramovich as well. He really, yeah. and bear in mind, they singing for Frank Lampard. Though. No, they weren't. Well, Frank Lampard and Potter are the two favourites to get sacked next. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, job so, swap. Yeah, <laughs> talking about the Expendables three, Mourinho. Three? <laughs> oh, hey. Well, uh, genuinely, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they yeah. went all out and tried to get Ancelotti at the end of the end of the season. Oh, cool. Would that be the weirdest thing that they've done? I mean that. that when people talk about the managerial merry-go-round, <laughs> yeah, there that's it is. yeah, that's less expendables. That's more red, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Going back to geriatrics. <laughs> He's not a geriatric. Is he technically a geriatric? Uh, I just thought for a moment it was going to give me a chance to say MacGyver. Not with those. Yeah. Not with that cigar technique. I yeah, think you know, true, true. it's evergreen. Yeah. That lad. All right, everybody. Let's have a quick break and then we'll talk more. FA Cup action. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. There's no way of dressing up the situation. You know, um, in, in honesty, you know, Oldham have won 5 1 because we are shit at defending. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> Dorking manager slash chairman there, Mark White, after their 5-1 defeat to Oldham. I like uh, it. In the National League on Saturday. Uh, right, welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. It's funny when it's down there. Unprofessional when it's over the top of the isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The truth has a place yeah, in the, yeah, the lower yeah, escalon yeah. sort of, of the football pyramid. Tee-hee. Indeed, Peter. Uh, Coventry 3, Wrexham 4. Big yeah, cup set. Huge. Let's talk about the cup sets again, everybody. Uh, Non-league Wrexham have reached the fourth round of the FA Cup for the first time since the year 2000. What a hell of a way support. Unbelievable. <laughs> Four and a half thousand, something like that. It was... You know, I mean, Coventry's um, own manager, Mark Robinson, said that uh, it's the, the most noise he's ever heard in this stadium, which <laughs> could have <laughs> worked differently. Bad all round for Coventry <laughs> fans. <laughs> Poor oh. old Coventry, they've suffered, haven't oh, they? Oh, God, haven't they? Don't they have got the stadium. To. Mike's going to be furious. <laughs> <laughs> what a win for Wrexham, though. I mean, it just the, the, the fairy tale kind of uh, carries on. Uh, the, the two American owners weren't there. No, disrespecting the FA Cup. <laughs> I've reported Ryan Reynolds to Instagram for posting FA Cup footage. Don't you worry about that. He'll <laughs> be, be banned within the day. Uh, you'll show him. Yeah. Up yours, Hollywood. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Drain yeah. the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about this is Rex, uh, Rex, Rex Ham. Rex Ham. Ham. T Rexham. Uh, striker Ollie Palmer uh, did say before the game that Coventry isn't overly appealing to the lads. Yeah, I know. I love that because so, so there, was a lot of, out the way. there was a lot of backlash to that <laughs> of, of Coventry fans going, there's your team talk right away, and then they go and do them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the full one up oh dear yeah. oh, gosh, let's get this done right let's hope for to get a nice plum draw in the fourth round away Old Trafford or something like that well Sheffield United next mm. so another championship team they're presumably not that bothered about yeah. maybe they'll keep going till they get one they're happy with indeed indeed yeah, yeah. Um, that second goal from 30 yards wasn't too shabby yeah, yeah. He didn't probably, probably a cross yeah, 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 yeah but you need that you know in a game like this yeah, that's going to turn it isn't it I think at the fact that it was a whipped cross rather yes. than a loopy one that you sort of think to yourself, it did look lovely, but yeah. it, hits, yeah. it hits high in the net, doesn't it? Yeah. And it doesn't really get too high, so it, it looks deliberate. Mm. But the, uh, there's no way, no way it was. The lovely shots of the Coventry keeper with um, uh, with that beautiful like '90s kind of like uh, he's very design. Handsome, the Coventry keeper, he's very handsome. Yeah. Is, I can't remember his name now, uh, but he's loads of shots uh, of him mm. going ah oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> really understated '90s Four times keeper particularly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. think when you're playing when you're playing Wrexham and you lose in a game like that, which is obviously going to feature on the documentary if they're making a season yeah. this season, are you like fuck? I'll be on. I'll be yeah, on yeah, yeah. That's, that's me on. This, this is the most. I will ever be viewed. Yeah. <laughs> I would instantly like do like a wanker sign or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or imitate oral sex. Well, I can't play that. Oh, <laughs> I can't please. play that, can they? Oh, or well, you start singing us like you know. Sometimes we do on the show when we want something out. We start singing a song. Yeah, we, we don't have the rights to. Yes, yeah. exactly. Just singing a bit do? of Taylor That's Swift. I just, I just, thought, I just thought you were up for the sing song. Um, <laughs> Simon Moore, of course, is the commentary keeper. He's a very, very handsome man. Uh, so uh, feast your eyes on him, of course. Mm. Um, but yes. Uh, oh, wow. A, yeah, I know what I mean. Oh, wow. Look at that. <laughs> Look at you, that. You have not got that tan from Coventry, have you? <laughs> That's a lovely looking man. Exactly, yeah. 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 Maybe he, he went to the World Cup and got a tan there. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but 4-3. Uh, but, but, but and they were 4-1 up, of course. And, and Wrexham were down to 10 men after Jonathan Panzo, uh, Panzo was sent off. Um, they still got a couple of goals and had chances. Fight back, yeah. And that's where you suddenly see the, the gap in the quality of the teams. Because you know, <laughs> Coventry are a few divisions above um, Wrexham, of course. And so even with 10, they were like, come on. Mm. And they nearly avoided I think the they, I, I think they should have they should have 
probably ended up winning that game, given the caliber oh, or the quality of chances they had. But, yeah. Indeed, they're, they're, they'll be absolutely furious. I mean, pig sick that they went 4-1 down when they had 11 on the field. Uh, uh, but yes, yeah, you could have got back into it. Um, Panzo's face was like, oh, they're going to send me back to Coventry. Aren't they? <laughs> Sorry, they're going to send me back to uh, Forest, aren't they? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, and of course, Forest got thumped as well. So yeah. uh, what would you rather? Mm. Um, yeah, great win for Blackpool, that. But Coventry, yes, they, they, they have suffered... Uh, here they've suffered in recent times and just to compound that their stadium was bought out by Mike Ashley a few months ago mm. after the previous owners went into administration going to be a big so, flannels presumably I've never, I've, I've never heard it so loud since um, he did a big burp yeah <laughs> so them going out in the third round Ashley's uh, taking control of the stadium Peter this is uh, going to be the it's case stuff, for a while yeah. <laughs> how do you feel now seeing that from afar emotionally I've been sent to Coventry <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean Wrexham give it a big list I've been a Wrexham Right. It ain't all that. Let's Hang just, on. Uh, let's there's leave a lot, it at that. There's a lot of people having a go at each other's towns. There's a lot of snobby chat in this right. studio, and I'm not Is having there? it. Right? Yeah, a lot of people go, oh, it's not a very nice place. Why do they just move to London? I never understand <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> move to Broccoli. Oh. <laughs> Move, Move to, to Deptford. These are places in London for those who don't know. Look at you. You'll moan about London Irish for house prices and then you want everybody to move When here. do I moan about London Irish? <laughs> I think it's good. Keep them out. That's your, section. That's your section you do every day <laughs> on the ramble. <laughs> Vicious house price ramble. <laughs> your slot on uh, GB News. Jesus. Still too much. <laughs> anyway... Uh, where were we? Yes, Mike Ashley. Sorry, Coventry, you're out. It's yeah. all doom and gloom. Sorry, uh, we mate. wish you the very best of luck, yeah. but uh, it, it's looking unlikely you'll get any. Um, let's move on, gentlemen, to, to what was nearly um, a cup set. Chesterfield 3, West Brom 3. Why do these this two muggy gushing. little places play football, eh? A <laughs> <laughs> uh, 93rd minute West Brom goal denied us. Uh, another cup set, of course. Chesterfield came back from 1-0 down, then 2-1 down, then 3-2 up before Brandon Thomas Asante scored the late equaliser after doing a naughty little elbow mm, picked on, up by on one of the cameras. Jeff King, the sort of name you want to hear in an FA Cup third round weekend. That's right, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, of course it wasn't picked up because Chesterfield do not have the capacity for VAR. Mm. No. But he was off the pitch getting treatment, wasn't he? He yeah. would probably have been marking Asante who scores an un, un, unmarked header and he should have absolutely been sent off for that. It is properly gutting. It is. It's, uh, Thomas Asante is... Uh, Again, a f- National League against Championship. Same as same as Coventry. Yeah, that, 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 that's right, yeah. Thomas Asante's first goal was a beautiful finish. Absolute smacker mm. uh, into, into the corner. But yeah, just seeing Chesterfield, and of course we all remember that cup run in 1997 all those years ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, the assistant manager, Danny Webb, said after the game, I would be lying if I said it wasn't a bit of a sickener. A couple of minutes more and we'd have had a pitch invasion and all the cameras are in the dressing mm. room. But that's football. And when you paint it like that... Yeah. Do you see there was actually a West Brom fan who who ran onto the pitch and, and hugged Thomas Asante mm. after, after the equaliser? It's right. Like, you might be the worst pitch invader ever. It's like, <laughs> got a scabby equaliser against a National League team. And you're like, yeah, yeah, got it, yeah. I, mean, I know what you mean, but West Brom, have, they've recently had Steve Bruce in charge. <laughs> I know that for some will be yeah. distant memory. And and also to avoid that embarrassment. Yeah, and Chesterfield. Yeah, Chesterfield that's not pitch invasion worthy. That's well, not, okay. God, I mean, and it, was, it was quite maybe. a funny goal. It was a lovely cushion header, but Chesterfield's just offside trap. Players or no, no mm. players, like they just it just didn't go right for them, did it? And it but was it's, funny. It's, as Jim said, the king was off the field. You know, mm. we'd have probably been on him. But um, yeah. I, I just enjoy that match. Sort of started in the highlights. Lovely sunny day. The sun kind of like mm. really kind of giving it, giving the camera quite hard, uh, quite a hard time to, to, to film the thing. Cars then, going 
going past in the background. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. off to home base. And then, and then, and then uh, second half, complete darkness. Yeah. I love those matches yeah, that yeah, start yeah. just as the, 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 the golden hour and then, mm. oh, lovely and dark. Brilliant. Yeah. You, you love Perfect weather. Yeah. I do. <laughs> what get do the, we, get so, the clocks forward. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be boring blasted here Please. and mention VAR again. Oh, yeah. Because I, I still don't know. What will it do for the house prices? <laughs> 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 will it will it will it reduce the commute? <laughs> People should start get back to working in the offices. I've said this for a while. <laughs> yeah. um, the fact that nine out of the twenty three FA Cup games mm. over the weekend had access to VAR, yeah. mm. you know, the fact that the other fourteen didn't, is that a bit of a nonsense? Or I mean, I, I, my compulsion is to say that that is utter bollocks. Mm. And then it's also like, well, if it doesn't if matter, you can get it? some kind of fairness in the other games, does it matter if it isn't in the... Well, in the, in the same way... Is it, some fairness better than no fairness well, kind of thing? People, or? I think, act as if one team gets VAR and one team doesn't in the same game. But it feels like the competition at this stage is... Uneven. There are different rules, yeah. There's yeah. A, there are, it, it is. And it's obviously I, uneven for both teams, but it's I, I, just a little bit weird. But I know what you mean, but but ultimately it's the same rules for, 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 for both teams who are playing on the pitch. So therefore I can I, I sort of think, yeah, fine. It, all it does is make people say, well, if we had VAR here, then this. But you kind of think, well, again, it works both ways. Well, that goal wouldn't have been allowed. That goal would have been allowed. Da, da, yeah. Da. yeah. I, I, I would have thought the FA... The trouble is, you, you know Premier League grounds have it. So if you're going, so you right, shouldn't not use it exactly. So you sort yeah, of say, yeah. all right, we're going to therefore reduce that to bring it down a level. You kind of think, no, you've got it there. You don't have it there. It doesn't actually bother me, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, fair enough. I think again because I think people think that um, that it's as if a Premier League side get bailed out by VAR and the side who they're like Stevenage don't get it. If you see what I mean, it's like no, mm. no, no, that's not how it works. If both sides who are on the field got have got VAR or they don't have, it's the same. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. But I understand how people will uh, find that um, a, a bit controversial. It's always like, I know it's a regular thing and it's something that we bring up regularly at this time of year because it has happened in the FA Cup for a few years now. But it always just jars a little bit. I, I can see that. Yeah. I, I do understand because, but but again, it is the same rules being enforced. They're just being enforced differently. It was also raining at some games and it wasn't at others. Should all games be played in the rain? I would like that. Yeah, see? yeah, a little bit. Say that then. Well, I have, have <laughs> in a way, you, you know. <laughs> right, um, Pete, do you want to go for a pint? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it costs so much in London, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, um, and in you... a foreign language, <laughs> <laughs> Camden Ale. Um, I'm a prime man now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a good day for uh, fellow non-leaguers, Boreham Wood who drew one all with Accrington Stanley. So all three non-league sides are still in the pot. Yes. I like it. I like to see still it. in the pot. Um, mm. let's, uh, let's see if Boreham Wood will advance to the fourth round, of course. Wrexham, of course, will be playing Sheffield United. Uh, Chesterfield will go to Bristol City or Swansea City if they beat West Brom in their replay. And Boreham Wood uh, will face Cardiff or Leeds uh, if they beat Accrington. Mm. This is the perils of the replays, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's for the uh, people who are trying to go through the fixtures later. Such and such, all them. All, all, all. Um, but there we are. So, yes, uh, a mention of Cardiff and, uh, and Leeds. They drew two all, of course. Leeds just stayed in the FA Cup in uh, with their 93rd minute equaliser. Mm. Um, and another late comeback under Jesse Marsh. Were you worried that as an American he was disrespecting the FA Cup? I think you meant like me as an American. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you recently spent time there. I mean, have they been talking about the FA Cup or are they still, you know, heads in bothered. the sand? Yeah. They keep slagging it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not the Stanley Cup. That's what they're saying. After this. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's, uh, I, I don't know 
really where leads are apart from still being chaotic mm. but they are like i've said this before they they are very fun to watch and i i think the fa cup is quite conducive to their chaoticness mm-hmm. I, I would like <laughs> to see them stay in it actually and go go a bit further on i, I agree with you i think i think, I think they they could be like a, a neat little surprise package in this tournament could be a cuppy team yeah, they're yeah. Well, yeah. I, I just like the fact that like Jesse Marsh, I th- I genuinely think being quite charismatic with your post matches mm-hmm. gives you a bit more rope. It just gives you two or three more games than you would usually get. Yeah. Because it's the same kind of platitudes. You sort of go, we keep shooting ourselves in the foot. We're never going to say die. We need to say positive. Mm-hmm. All that stuff that every football manager has said since since the dawning of time. But he says it in such a charismatic mm-hmm. way. I just think you just get more time. You just yeah. get more time if you make it more entertaining to listen to you. Mm-hmm. People want to listen to you for longer do so you think the editors of match of the day would phone oh, man a club heaven, and go no no, no give yeah. him a couple more games yeah. he's given us one <laughs> yeah. yeah the fact exactly, we're talking yeah. about Leeds and not Cardiff here is, yeah. uh, is give, him, kind of... give him acting lessons well, give... come on then Jim talk about Cardiff well it was, it was you know they came very close it was unfortunate um, that they, they mm-hmm. couldn't get it over the line I mean Joel Bagan quite literally stopped it going over the line with his hand what again a great save. not allowed brilliant save genuinely mm. really good save Cardiff manager Mark Hudson said on the incident from Joel's point of view it's a great save he's naturally a defender and he's put himself in the way obviously it's caught his arm caught yeah his I arm's mean, caught it to be fair it's a save you expect to make you don't want to be beaten at the near post do you <laughs> you can't say it's a great save and it's caught his arm <laughs> no, you can't say that. Uh, it was. It, do you know what though? I think, and I who was it? Maybe it was. Was it Jermaine Genus? Who said? I can't remember who said, but um, I'm not sure if the referee saw that. And he he waited for a moment, and they saw the reaction of the players, and because uh, they didn't have VAR, uh, and and then he gave it. And I, I, I look, referees are human beings, and the reaction of those players was like. That is that is handball all day long. Yeah, and I, I wonder if that was uh, an influence on the referee. Which, and if it is, that's not necessarily bad refereeing. If you mm. if you didn't see something, but you're you know you've refereed the game enough and you see the reaction, and ultimately gave the right decision to give him a bit of credit. It all evens out, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you, you go on the apoplexy of the players who've been wronged yeah. and the sheepishness of the guy who's committed the handball. <laughs> exactly. yeah. yeah, but the fact that he jumped up and celebrated like Joel <laughs> was doing that. <laughs> yeah, and pushed all his defenders away yeah. and got ready for the corner was a bit weird, wasn't it? Yeah. Came out and caught it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so anyway... Yeah. Um, but the penalty, of course, um, was missed. And, it was. Uh, yeah, w- one can forget. Uh, it was nice for Perkins to score because it was his first goal for Leeds. And I oh, forget the lad um, uh, with the, 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 the dyed blonde hair who missed a chance before that. Uh, it would have been his first goal for Leeds and he mm. missed a sitter. And, and you saw him celebrating the equaliser. I thought, well, I'm glad somebody got their first goal for Leeds, you know, because it, <laughs> it, was, it was a vital one. And uh, you would fancy them, of course, at home to Cardiff. Um, but I think it was um, uh, uh, the goalkeeper, Alnwick, you know, Yak Alnwick in goal for Cardiff, who said, you know, before the game we would have taken it and he was, he seems sort of quite upbeat, you know, and I thought, well, well fair enough, fair mm. enough. But, you know, they were a whisker away from from getting a Premier League scalp. Um, of course, another game that ended 2-2 in, uh, in the FA Cup third round was Liverpool 2, Wolves 2. Now let's talk about VAR again. Because <laughs> it was implemented brilliantly, Jim, wasn't, wasn't it? Just, I mean, this is this might be the worst one we've seen, right? Since it's come in. It's it's so shocking, really. That that I mean, I'm talking in, about the disallowed Wolves goal, but we could easily talk about the, the Mo Salah goals, and I'm sure we'll talk about both. Right, well, let's deal with Mo Salah one, because I think that's quite easy. That that rule that Mo Salah's offside when the ball is played in to him 
Mm. And then when the defender heads it, but like it kind of comes off his head and Mo Salah ultimately collects and scores. It's a different phase of play. That rule is fucking stupid. Yeah. But I, I can't believe that Salah is the still rule. has the advantage. It is, it is utterly preposterous that that is, that is yeah. in football. So that defender is meant to say... Or any defender is meant to go. Do you know what? It, it's margins. I'll just, I'll just let him have the ball mm. and score. That's where we are now <laughs> yeah. with this. It is, it is beyond ridiculous. That is offside. That goal should not stand. This is why have is punching balls. But I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they'd use like technology to actually test out the the laws of the game yeah. <laughs> instead of just using technology uh-huh. to make to, to to give us the laws of the game yeah. effectively. Yeah, you're right. Test yeah. the laws of the game that already exist mm-hmm. and then see if they're all right. Yeah. Get rid of them. Let's, let's because a... they would have seen a, a a situation like that happen, wouldn't yeah. they? And go, well, that sounds ridiculous. Yeah, the ball is played into Mo Salah. <laughs> He's influencing play. He is offside. Mm. If the defender heads the ball away from him, mm. and then it maybe cannons back off somebody back into the path of Mo Salah I can understand maybe it gets a little bit what, what, what's your interpretation there but that's just not what's happened and I think that's the problem with VR with these offsides is because because it was always what is the spirit of offside you then go right well what's the what's the referee's assistant saying mm. and what's the referee doing about this and 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 92% of the times or whatever they would get it right it's always when there's a like well he's clearly onside and he's disallowed goal blah 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 that is just it's just bollocks. It's just <laughs> such shite. Yeah. Like it just makes the game you... so much worse. It's just like piss off. Yeah. Just you know and then you have the one that Wolves uh, the the Wolves goal that what well, wasn't a goal which would have been 3-2. Uh from 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 Totti and 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 Lopetegui was very unhappy about this. Now the reason why that was that was given as offside is because the the, the lino's flagged for offside. You didn't have a camera angle to determine whether he was N- not offside or so surely not clear and obvious mm. well but it wasn't they don't know they couldn't overrule it exactly yeah. they, did, they didn't have the, 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 the jurisdiction to overrule it if you like and so you go with the Lionel's decision which which I get I, I understand that but what I love though is Lopetegui said well one of our tactical cameras shown that it should have stood so Wolves and I imagine other teams would do this they, they bring their own camera kit yeah and so they they have. So this is an old-fashioned pre-VAR cock-up that VAR has been un- unable to stop, really, isn't it? Well, yeah. So maybe I mean, imagine if Lopetegui grabbed the camera and he started like showing everybody. He like, he, like streamed it on the on the, t- on the stadium telly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, he tried to like sync it up so he like, had it on his phone. Like, I can't get it on the big screen. It's not connecting yet. Well, so you just accept the code if it's the same as the TV. Okay, right. And then you'll throw it up there. We need to get waiting times on VAR down. It'd be quite funny, though, if Wolves, in setting up their camera, accidentally moved the VAR camera. (laughs) (laughs) The Wolves camera was in the way of it. That's why they couldn't determine it. Why are they feel are they allowed to film their own games? Because obviously there's like there are a lot of yeah. rules around you know you can't you know you even can't like data, collect, data collection broadcasting. But it must be mm. they're not broadcast. Like, well, are they selling yeah. knockoff DVDs of their games? <laughs> That'd be good. They're going around just in cafes <laughs> like you want to buy that? <laughs> <laughs> the angle that you all wanted to see it from. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ben Foster did this. Yeah. <laughs> ben Foster ruined everything. Yeah, I he's mean, blown we, the whole kind of rights yeah. issue right out of the water. We could we could have had Fergie Cam back in oh, the day. That's being edited. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. But I mean, clearly, he does it obviously as a tactical camera so he can play it back to his players and they can work on stuff. So that's clearly a bit perverted, allowed. I think. <laughs> <A> bit perverted. <laughs> but yeah, but the goal wasn't allowed and it was 2 2. Uh, and Liverpool, I mean, considering Allison's mistake, you know, like you could argue they got away with that. You think of the mistake, you think of the goal that was, was disallowed. Although I did love. The uh, the Darwin Nunez goal, oh, beautiful! What an assist yeah, from I mean, Alexander. Quite literally took it in his stride. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a glorious goal, and Alexander Arnold's assist, the way he just kind of clips it on the half volley oh, as well. It's Beckham esque. 
Mm. Just absolutely glorious mm. stuff. And and yeah, the, the finish was a delight. I'm pleased for Nunez because I, I like him. I really enjoyed watching him. He's obviously, you know, Captain Chaos and all that kind of stuff. I hope he gets goals because uh, for, for, for a talented player like that, the criticism he gets. It's not like he's not scoring goals, is it? No, well, he got one there. He did get one there. Uh, Cody Hackbo uh, made his debut for, for Liverpool, uh, of course, and uh, Klopp spoke about this and said, what I like about this is that he is absolutely a guy who doesn't want to jump on a running train. He wants to push the train. I like that a lot. I kind of, I, I get what he means. Yeah. That's very dangerous to try and push a moving train. Yeah. And, 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 he, also, and he wants and to re-nationalise the railways. <laughs> <laughs> and also the, the, the amount of space, I've spoke about this before you on, on the Ramble, about the uh, how... On the wheel of the train, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a million wheels on the train, right? Uh-huh. It's a very efficient bit of engineering. It has to yeah. be. The space that touches the track oh. is about the width of a CD, right? Okay. If you remember those guys. Yeah, I do. And so if you um, you go and full pelt in Reading, yeah. you take your, take your hand off the, 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 the accelerator uh-huh. at Reading, you'll smash through the barriers at Paddington, right? Is that right? So it's that efficient. That you could, it's actually quite relatively quite easy to push that? a train. How far is fucking miles? Right. Fucking miles. Okay, so you. So, saying... so I'm saying use something that's harder to push, like a car, where there's more <laughs> or pull the resistance. Train. Pull the train. No, well, it's the same thing. Still, no, still the same force, no, isn't it? The train's got its brakes on. It's like world's strongest man. No, we didn't talk about the brakes. He could yeah, push the train with the brakes on, couldn't oh, he? Oh, obviously the brakes are I on. I defended you by not picking up Jack Anik. <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced Anik, Marcus. I didn't do it. Thanks. Appreciate that. Because <laughs> I used it later on. Yeah. A later date to criticise you. Oh, oh sorry, Marcus. Can we still use trains then, even if they smash through the barriers at Paddington? But they, they don't work anymore. They, they, they're on a strike. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they're not running. We can do whatever we want with them well, of course we can um gentlemen let's finish the show by talking it's the FA Cup third round weekend mm. uh we've got Arsenal playing tonight but let's finish this show by talking about Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> <laughs> oh, just he, put it at the top of the show it's he, the money yeah. shot isn't it it's not anybody's listening oh, he, to he once won the FA Cup oh. He did. He's, uh, There's the link. There we are. He scored nice. in the final against. Is that the, is that the, yeah, local, the Ronaldo final? The local yeah. angle. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just trying. Just remember, he was a great player. Okay, people are forgetting that. Yeah. On Friday, we heard that he couldn't be registered for his club Al Nasser because they already had uh, reached their quota of eight foreign players. Uh, you can't have uh, an extra one, despite um, the country changing some rules for Ronaldo to make to accommodate mm. him. They were not going to change the rules in the league. Um, so it is thought. That uh, Cameroon international and our favourite Abubakar mutually agreed to terminate his contract, um, so he will make way for Cristiano Ronaldo. I, I thought that was the dynamic duo up front, surely. But no, despite his goals at the World Cup, Vincent Abubakar looks like he's going to be leaving Al Nasser. And Manchester United have reportedly agreed a deal to sign him, Vish. <laughs> Don't hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Come aboard and push the train, mate. <laughs> Until the summer. <laughs> How about that? It's an absurd situation, isn't it? I mean, it's just, they should have like, checked that first, shouldn't Abu they? Abubakar Vissala might happen on the pitch in our backyard. Come on. Come on. Yeah. There's also this. talk that he's going to end up at Besiktas, which would free up Val Veghorst to go to Man United. So, Vinny's going to be a player either way, however this ends. Basically, you want... You want two goal strikers at the World Cup? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, unless Abubakar. Yeah, I think he got two. Maybe got three. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting situation because United have a gap of a striker, not least with them. even even yeah. to be fair, while Ronaldo was at the club because he wasn't I, really doing much. Yes, uh, certainly in this part of the first half of the season. Um, so it sounds like whatever move they make, whoever they do actually bring in, will only be a fix for the summer. 
and then they'll look to get someone full time. This is basically a freelancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you so, love that, don't you? you love freelancer. From here on in, it's a galotto. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that's it. Well, even you know, Rangnick for a bit it was um, <laughs> yeah. a lovely old freelancer. Um, I, yeah, it's a it's a very very peculiar situation, but it's. In terms of what's available out there and what United are going for at the moment, it does kind of both options kind of make sense. Stop yeah. saying it makes sense. We said this it's at Vincent Ralph. When Ralph rang the start of the season. If if we pitched that to you, would you be like, <laughs> yeah, that seems consistent with what we've got? I planned. don't know anymore. <laughs> okay, Vince, I don't Vince, know anymore. Things Vince, are going alright on the pitch. When something's good for the ramble, and we're all going, yeah, this is amazing. Probably not good for the club. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> technically, technically, um, United filling the gap up front with Kevin Keegan would be great for the ramble. Yeah. If they got Andy Carroll in, now we're talking. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay, right. fair enough. There we are. If if he can do one scoopy lob. Scoopy lob, yeah. Then, yeah. then I think that's all over nice. That would yeah. be worthwhile mm. for Manchester United. There we are, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the Acast Creator Network. It's been a bloody pleasure. Mm. Don't miss out on the drop in tomorrow with Neil Warnock um, and Kate Mason, of course. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, Jim Campbell. Uh, thank you, and I apologise to Blackpool. You deserve so much better. <laughs> thank you very much, Pete Donaldson. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you very much, Patricia Handaraja. Thank you. Lovely to have you back. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.